Alright, cool. Sena, welcome back to In The Cave. This is chapter two, episode one. The man them are missing, but right now you got myself, Muffy. Vardy, you already know. Come on, bro. How Thank you been, bro? How you been? I've been great. Getting closer to God. Mm-hmm. Closer to my goals. Closer to success, you know. Closer to the person I want to be. Yeah, that's great. That's great. I heard you're making millions. I don't know where you heard that from, bro. Cost of living, it's not affecting you. Gee, I'm still struggling with a soda. <laughs> I can't even afford egg and bread, bro. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, right now, about? Isn't that Queen Elizabeth's jacket? But Wait. Oh, <laughs> I got this from Tesco. <laughs> it's from... <laughs> I just finished shift, bro. What are you on about? But yeah, no, that's good to hear, man. That's good to hear. Even myself, man. I've just been working, you know, working on everything we're doing. I swear, oh yeah, you got property development and in, in that, innit? Uh, pro- property? Oh, come. Sorry, I didn't mean to out your business. Oh, yeah, sorry. I was playing Monopoly the other day. And <laughs> that makes sense. Um, but yeah, man. I can't lie. I've been good. I've been good. So today, let's talk about abundance, innit? Because. Right. It's something you know. It's it's actually something I've been thinking about more and more recently. How mm. <clears throat> you've got to have an abundance mindset when it comes to money, relationships. But let me not get too into it first. Mm. What's kind of your view on it? An abundance mentality. Yeah, yeah, abundance mentality. Um, or even breaking down what an abundance mentality is. Oh, okay. Well, abundance mentality is. How do I break this down? Abundance mentality is to always have the the ideology of more and that what you have now isn't the final stop, but almost like a stepping stone to what you're going to have and what what else is going to come to you, innit? So it's like, instead of limiting yourself to what is now, you're opening yourself up to what could be later. Yeah. And you know, it's funny that you say that, yeah. I was having a conversation with an uncle at my work. Because mm. right now I've been borrowing one of your many cars. You know that? <sighs> you have what, Lambo, Range he... Rover. I ain't caffeine in I don't even have a bike, bro. Fuck <laughs> on, bro. <laughs> Wait, you stop riding bikes. And... <laughs> yeah, too, bro. But... Anyway, one of these cars I'm renting from Crypto Winners, innit? <laughs> yeah. Uncle must have saw it now, innit? Yeah. So he's pulled me aside, innit? And you know that talk where it comes from a good place, innit? Like, hmm. it's like, oh, yeah, young man, like, it's a nice car, but slow down in life. Like, you don't need to go for the big things first, innit? Mm. But obviously, I, you know, you don't take it to heart, innit? It's coming from a place of love, innit? Yeah. So... I was speaking to him and he's breaking it down like make sure you're keeping your liabilities low and you already you're Mr. Finance G. You could have given him a master class in finance for could have probably made him what 200 racks. Yeah, yeah. very unintelligent but come moving on in it. The reason that even myself with the car, not that I can't afford it, but I feel like you have to have an abundance mindset with things as well. Right now, there's cost of living. Cost of living. This is absolutely fine. Let me just adjust this slightly. I think when I sat down, I'm not No, no, that's cool. I can probably... Yeah. That is the one cost of living crisis, my God. (laughs) Cool. Okay. Yeah. Cost of living right now, isn't it? Mm. It's affecting a lot of people. But at the same time, don't let that draw you into thinking there's a limit on the amount of money that's out there. It just means that you've got to be smarter mm. and more wise. Yeah. And really and truly, I would say it's a wild round, isn't it? Because yeah. it's almost, 
most people are struggling. So that means for the few that do understand what to do in this situation, like yourself, cleared five mil. Jeez. <laughs> Calm down, bro. But, yeah. Um, even to add to what you're saying, there's like a quote in scripture where it's like, um, is that the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few in it. Mm. And it's almost like, if you want more of what you want, you have to become more of who you are in it. There's more that's required of you to get more. Yeah. Kind of, do you know what I mean? <clears throat> and um, yeah. What made you even talk about abundance though? Like what brought out you? No, because in that conversation, mm. it was making me laugh because, you know, when someone says, you know, you've got to be careful with finances, of course, 100%. Mm. But I feel once you've tapped into the mindset, I know that there's plenty of money out there. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Some people, everyone has a vice. Mm. I need something to motivate me. Mm. That car might just do it for me. Do you know what I mean? That yeah. When I wake up and it's cold in the morning, yeah. you're not feeling it. At least yeah. you've got something a bit nice to be like, oh, let me go get it, innit? Yeah. And also it kind of tricks your mind as well into thinking, rather than let me reduce my cost, what can I do to make more money? Because I definitely believe it's easier to generate more income than to than be saving. Than saving income. Yeah, word, 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 word. See, see your finance guru, bro. Um, I took your course, innit? And what it is to add to your thing, um, recently, within the last month, I've been, I learned two profound lessons in it, in terms of life, innit? The first one was fear, right? Why are you smiling, bro? <laughs> Why are you Wait, smiling? You know, I'm actually smiling. Why? Because I know I'm going to get some wisdom. <laughs> There's not many men that draw feel like you do. Ah, right, cool. Before I touch on the fear one, I'm going to touch on um, the power of reinforcement. Yeah? Cool. You remember back in, <laughs> you remember back in the day, yeah? What's that game that we used to play? What is it? Yellow car. Do you remember that? Where it's like, yeah, yeah. So it's like, if you see a yellow car, I get to, you know what I mean? Just uh, say, yeah, about it. It's very tiny, yeah, but, you know? but yeah, yeah. you see yellow car and then you're like, bow. You know? Yeah. And then as soon as you started playing yellow car, you saw more yellow cars and you were blinded to all the other cars and all the other colors, right? Yeah. I was talking to someone, we're having a conversation about, you know, the ladies. Mm. And um, <clears throat> he must have been like, are like all girls are this way. All girls are like holes or whores and promiscuous, right? And I said to him, here's why you have to be careful with things, right? Not just with girls, but in terms of placing a thought out there into the universe, isn't it? Because it sticks, right? And we all have ego in our minds. We have to reinforce that because we all want to be intelligent. No one wants to think of themselves as dumb, right? So if I now say all girls are whores, the only girls I'm going to find is whores. Even if like a girl could show like the littlest thing that may show as a similarity, but she actually isn't like that. But because you place it in your mind that all girls are whores, I have to keep reinforcing it that all girls are whores. Like, cool, yeah, this girl did this, she's a whore. This girl did that, she's a whore, innit? Yeah. The same thing with like racism, right? When there's certain people that think all black people are criminals. So now the only people they're going to see, they're not going to see the, the businessmen, black people, black people like us, the way we are. They're going to see like the hood 
guys and be like, yo, you see, this is what I mean. <laughs> yeah. All these black people, that's how they are. Yeah. It's a power of reinforcement. It's like whatever you place out there, whatever. I even, I saw a video here and he's like, whatever you say you're attracted to, everything that is, everything that you're not attracted to will come. In it. Mm. Meaning, because it's going to test your attraction. You know, you kind of know like, let's say I'm like, I like church girls. Yeah. What's going to happen is God is going to send me girls that are not church girls just to see if I actually like church girls. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <I> know <laughs> you Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that was the first thing I learned in the power of reinforcement and being careful of the thoughts you place out there. And sometimes you're going to have to reframe it to positive. Because I can't lie, if, say for example, that guy, if he said, nah, there's good girls out there. Yeah, they're hard to find, but there's good girls out there. What's going to happen is, just like, let's say you, let's say um, right now I throw something, oh, how do I explain it? Let's say dirt, and I drop my keys into the dirt, right? I'm going to rummage through all that dirt until I find my keys. Yeah. Do you kind of know what I'm saying? It's the same way. That's going to have, it's going to keep, give you the hope element to keep going and keep striving. Do you know what I'm saying? So that was the first one. The second one was fear, right? I love this one, bro. <laughs> I love this one. Cool. So the fear element. Um. So in Genesis, mm. in the Bible, it tells us where we are, uh, originated from, right? Where man originated from dust and a woman came from what? The ribs of a man, right? So... <clears throat> And people might not see the importance of like, why is the Bible telling us that that's where we originated from, right? But obviously your origin plays a massive role in your becoming, right? So if man was made from dust, his biggest fear is to be reduced back to dust, right? Yeah. And if a woman was made from a man, another human, her biggest fear is losing herself to a man. Mm -hmm. Yeah? So with... Man, why I'm saying the biggest fear is nothingness. All of us men, like every man you meet, their biggest fear, like the thing that haunts them the most, I'm saying to haunt you is almost, you're not consciously thinking about it, but it's always there, right? Our biggest fear is nothingness, being useless, mm. isn't it? It's not being loved, it's being needed. Yeah. Is that all, like... I don't mind, bro, some of... Most men, we don't mind if a girl's... <laughs> You know, like girls might say to you, I love you. And you're like, oh, I ain't trying to hear that. Yeah. But if a girl says, I don't need you, yeah. that's crazy. <laughs> like, that one is your choice. <laughs> that will hurt you more, right? Yeah. It's kind of like everything we do in, is in pursuit of being needed and being useful, isn't it? Yeah. And most people, the reason why they end up in, the reason why they do anything in general, like let's say we go gym. We're not just, <laughs> we're not just going gym to become hench. Right, yeah. As much as we want to say we are, we're not. Mm. It's because we know now we're physically able to take care of ourselves and people around us. We're yeah. stronger, isn't it? Now, if our girl asks us to, I don't know, like carry our bags, <laughs> our back's not hurting, our shoulders are not hurting, isn't it? Yeah. You want to do everything you can in this life to become useful. Yeah. So, me learning that that's what every man's fear is. Everyone in this room, we all hold the same fear like any whatever whatever let's say what else 
whatever mentality, whatever like um, mental barriers we have, the main thing is that nothingness, right? Is that I don't want to be seen as nothingness. So then now finding out the fear, I realize most men then put themselves in destructive environments, right? In terms of the words you use. You know how our first episode was saying things that make you weaker or saying things that make the voice of nothingness louder than the voice of you're useful, bro. You're needed, innit? Guys will say things like, oh, I don't think I can do it. Or I can't do it. Or I'm too tired. Or I'm too dumb. Or I'm not talented enough. Yeah. Don't don't give that enemy that amount of power, power, innit? The same way they'll stay in destructive relationships with girls. Your girl cheated on you. You're going back to her. You don't know that she's just reminded. When you get cheated on, that's a reminder of, oh, oh, okay. I guess, I guess I'm not as yeah. important or useful as I should be. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, from there I realise people should only get involved in things that make them realise that, bro, you're not nothing, bro. And you're needed, innit? There's things that you do. Obviously, you have to become a personal value for people to value you. I'm not going to lie. It's the harsh truth of a man, isn't it? Yeah. You have to become a valuable person. I was even sitting today and I was looking at my phone and I was like, I have bare people that message me every day, innit? Because of, you know, like the things I post on my story, the service I have, right? Mm. And I was kind of like, truth be told, the harsh truth is, if you ain't got people messaging you, yeah, you're doing something wrong. In terms of people reaching out to you like, oh, bro, Maybe thank you for posting this or thank you for doing this or can I get something off of you, innit? Mm. Us men, we don't want to be used. No, sorry. We don't want to be abused, but we don't mind being used because it still makes us feel useful, innit? Yeah. If no one came, right, cool. Right now, imagine you went the whole year. No one called you for anything. I don't have to imagine it, bro. Imagine, and no one called you for anything. Yeah. You think you will feel loved? Yeah, yeah. You won't. But I imagine, I, cool, even though it's annoying, and a man calls you right now, hey, bro, I beg you, can you help me do this? Uh, and then maybe your sister, your Marge, or a girl, because you know you get a lot of girls, and they call you and like, oh, can you can you help me with this or like help me pick me up here or this is happening? I need your help. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, it gives you that sense of importance as a man, innit? So that was the first one. The next one, I'm gonna ask you a question. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> Who would you say um, your favorite artist is? Music artist. Yeah, music artist. I'll say my favourite music artist. There's a couple, but I'd have to say A2 as the most like A2. influential on me, you know. <clears throat> Alright, cool. So when A2 was in his prime. Don't say was, bro. Okay, so he's still in his prime. Always been, bro. Okay. Him being in his prime. Is there anything he can make that's below par or like shit? Right now? Definitely, yeah. So right now, in his prime, he can make shit music? Yeah. Yeah, he ain't ain't, (laughs) ain't good, bro. (laughs) Well, you would say, as in... If an artist is in their prime. Okay, I understand. As an analogy, I don't want to take it too far away, but 
I would say that in your prime, you can still have, if you think about football, mm. Messi can be in his prime, but still drop a bad game. I don't but think so. Because of the rest of the games. Yeah. It means that, yeah, that's his prime. You get Ah, cool. Here's, here's, here's what I was looking for, right? It's for example, me, my favorite artist is Roddy Rich. Right. Yeah. He's not in his prime no more, unfortunately. <laughs> but when he was in his prime, all 19 times, mm. which is when he dropped, please excuse me for being antisocial. Yeah. To me, he weren't missing. <laughs> like, he, he okay, ate yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He, there was no missing in terms of his prime, right? I say to people now, who's considered the greatest creator of all time? Have to be create just creator. creator. Have to be Kanye. No. <laughs> oh, oh, as in no, no, no. You wait. need to go back to the church. Just something, bro. <laughs> you need wait. To wait, let me look in the camera. No. Wait, the way you wait, said no, that. No, no, no. The way you said that. You can't save it. The way you said that. <laughs> Crazy to say that Kanye is above God, bro. But wait, the way no, you said it, that implied you meant human, bro. I, I, did I say human? Wait, you said greatest creator in like a worldly sense. Bro. Oh, well, I didn't mean worldly, bro. So okay, who's the greatest creator of all time? Of course, bro. The author, G. Alright, cool. So who's the greatest artist of all time? Music artist. Mm. Artist of all time, bro. Just in general. Artist. Yeah, God. Okay, cool. So now, God, yeah. who is always in his prime, created you, right? Yeah. So anything that he made, him being great, anything outside of him that he created is great, right? Yeah. And that makes you great. Yeah? With that knowledge of knowing that Someone who's the greatest creation made something which is, and the purpose of art is to be extension, is to be the extension of oneself and to showcase their greatness, right? Yeah. With us being his creation, our only job, how I see it now, is to showcase his greatness, isn't it? We're like walking testimonials of him, right? And I'm always saying to people like, no one dislikes God, everyone dislikes the devil. And if you like the devil, I'm I'm even scared <laughs> for the type of person you want, right? Yeah. So it's kind of like, if that's the case, wouldn't you want to exhibit the same, um, not per, what, say traits? Exhibit the same traits that God would have in terms of showing the greatness of a minute. Like, it's kind of like, people might not know it, but everyone is in a passionate pursuit to look for someone who cares in it. And as soon as they find someone that cares, they end up yeah. marrying them or wifeing them or becoming yeah. friends with them, right? Right. Mostly the reason why people think they talk to God and they they are in love with God just because it's God and, you know, he's going to send me to heaven. The truth is they have that one thing in the head of he might just care. You know when you're in the, like you're in the, Depths. We've <laughs> yeah. all been in the depths, bro. Yeah. And we're like, oh, I can't talk to this guy because he, you know, he's got his own problems. I can't talk to my girl because he, she got his own problem. She got her own problems. And you're like, you know what? Let me shout. My man upstairs. Yeah. And then you start talking. You're like, can you hear me? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, it's just that hope of he cares, right? So I'm always saying that people need to start looking 
in a way of being a good experience to people, innit? Um, the ultimate purpose of creation as well is to bring God from there to here, innit? Through anything. If that's your music, if that's this podcast with the way we talk, if that's your art, I don't it could it could be anything, even your business, innit, of helping yeah. people. It's just your whole journey of being it's to be a good experience. And a good experience is a good experience, isn't it? Yeah. To people. And that was just one of the main things I learned in it because, you, you, you know, sometimes you can get caught up in, you know, your own problems that you forget that you're supposed to be a solution to other people, isn't it? Yeah, and, um, yeah it's true. And funny enough, let's say we, t- we like to talk about abundance and money. I genuinely believe the only way to acquire abundance of anything is through people, innit? And connecting with people and solving people's problems and putting people before you. Because, mm. again, where does money come from? Where does opportunities come from? Where do blessings come from? You know yeah. what I'm saying? People are the channel, God is the source. But God needs the people to give it to you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So if I solve problems, all I'm yeah. going to make is money or favour. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So... Recently, that's what I learned. It's funny you say that because at my job, um, there's a colleague that I have. He actually went to jail, but the way he carries himself, as we talk about abundance and having a mindset, I think a lot of people think being rich is the number in your bank account. Mm. When being rich is really who you are inside. There's certain people that they could be driving an Astro, be going to a nine to five, but they're still rich in the heart. Do you know what I mean? Mm. For example, what I mean specifically with him is wherever he goes, everyone he sees on the site, how you doing? Good morning. Even if in the canteen, he knows everyone's name. Oh, Alison, how are you doing? Da, 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 da. Mm. So as you're saying, where does opportunities come from which is people Mm. when you understand that everything is through people there's a way that you carry yourself which is a rich man's mindset Mm. and it's just for him to meet the right person at the right time Mm. that he's gonna do you know what i mean yeah i think there's two types of people that run into money there's people that there's multiple ones but you can make money as in (coughs) You're a nerd that just done a good trade. Yeah. Your virgin just called you, said, hey, yo, bro, buy Bitcoin. It was $10. Yeah, yeah, you made yeah. a meal from it. There's them type of people. Mm. And then there's the type of people that, you know, as they say, if everyone was back down to £10, mm. that the top 1% would go back there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you have a certain mindset and you carry yourself a certain way, you're always going to be rich. Yeah. You could even have no money in your account, mm. but you're still rich in your mindset. So, Kind of adds on to what you're saying. And you're so crazy, yeah? <clears throat> it's even like, I've always said to people, especially when they start their businesses, I always say to them like, truthfully, if your business isn't solving a problem for you while solving a problem for others, it's probably not the right thing. You know what I'm saying? Me, my whole journey of the past year, the whole time I thought I was helping others, I'm helping myself at the same time, bro. Yeah. Like I'm focused on helping others. But who I became from doing that is greater than I thought I would have been if I just focused on myself, trying to help myself, in it. So, yeah, I think 
the aim of the game is always servanthood. But people don't know this, innit? You know, like people are like, oh, I want to be an entrepreneur. Oh, I don't want to work a nine to five. You're just going from serving for 10 pounds an hour <laughs> to yeah. serving more people. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're yeah. always serving. Like, you're not, you know, like, I feel like people have this, um, it's one of the reasons I, I started Crypto Winners as well, isn't it? One thing I hate the most is gatekeeping. I dislike gatekeeping with a passion, innit? Yeah. And most men, they have like the top boy mentality, right? Of like, uh, the way business works is, is whatever someone doesn't know, you use it against them to make them pay you, innit? You don't actually need to be like that at all. I've always had the mentality yeah. of putting people on, innit? Guys want to be a boss. They don't know. Being a boss, really and truly, you just, everyone else that you're serving is actually your boss. At the end of the day, the employees you have are your boss because they need you to be serving them with the money and everything and they need you yeah. to be directing them, right? And people, everyone, from the past year, I realised that <clears throat> leadership here, yeah, really and truly, I realised is almost 80% of leading yourself and actual 20% of leading others, isn't it? Yeah. You see how you were saying people think is being rich is having like a mill in your bank account. My mentor said to me one day, he was like, don't judge a man by the amount of money he has in his bank account, but judge him by the quality of people and the value he's placed upon the people around him, innit? Yeah. Because the quality and value of your leadership is determined by the quality of the people that have been influenced by it, innit? So it's kind of like, bro, you can have a million pounds, but if everyone around you is still struggling, they're still, forget money. If they're just struggling with addictions or like fears that you can't fix with money, what's the point? See what I'm saying? I put on my story today, yeah. What if what you want isn't actually what you want, but it's just something that you've perceived others to want from you that they will respect you for? Wait, elaborate on that, actually. As in, I always ask myself, I've been sitting down contemplating because recently I've been getting what I want. I ain't going to lie. God has just been, he's been throwing it to me. He's just giving it to me, give it to me. Yeah. And as it's been coming, I'm sitting down and I'm like, I like to ask myself, is this fulfilling me? Do you know what I mean? I had this quote last year. Yeah? I was like, um, it's like, what is fun? What is fun is unfulfilling and what is fulfilling tends to not be fun, innit? And um, with it, I'm like, I'm having fun right now. Mm. But is it fulfilling me? Like the things that I thought I wanted, like, you know, the money, the cars, the well, the ability to get the cars yeah. and the ability to get the nice yard. I'm like, I don't think this is even what I wanted. No, do you know what it is? It's, um, I was having the conversation with you and I think someone else as well. I deep that we were saying it yesterday. Hmm. It's crazy that everything we do, every time we go to the gym, yeah. every time I go to work, every time I'm trading, is for 10 minutes of success. Yeah. That's the crazy. I like that you're touching on this. I was shit. really like, <laughs> it touched hey. me like, you're actually, people think it's almost like, 
okay, I'm going to grind right now. I'm going to make my money. And then the next 30 years of my life is success. But it's not. You only have 10 minutes. I mean, if you want to compare it to having sex with a girl, is that two minutes after or even <clears> two minutes during that? It's all the anticipation. But it's only once you get the money, you mm. get used to it. It's normal. No one's necessarily objectively happier. And I think, not to get depressing because it's a positive podcast. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. If you look at, let's say, I don't know, I use LeBron James. He could have everything that a person would perceive they would want, as you just said, isn't mm. fulfilling me. Yeah. He has family, religion, what else, what else? But people have the perception that he's, I don't know, 10 times happier than you. Yeah. But really and truly, bro, he's just like everyone else. He's a human being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And when you think about it like that, it gives a bit more perspective to things. I think you just said, um, is it fulfilling? Mm. But I think what God does for us, I forgot a philosopher. Um, I want to say something, Lewis. Mm. He said that the point of life is that God gives you trials and tribulations. Mm. People forget one of the tribulations he's going to do is he's going to give you everything you want. Mm. Can you handle it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, can, you say <clears throat> you want girls, you say you want money, mm. I'm going to give it to you. Mm. Can you handle that? Some people can't handle it. They start doing drugs. Yeah. They start doing this. They start doing that. It's, um, you need perspective of these things. Yeah. But yeah, it's interesting. I do what it is, um, to even add to it. Yeah. I was talking to one of my mandem because, you know, again, we all hit, hit that phase of hopelessness sometimes in it. Of like, what am I doing this for? Like, bro, I'm going through this, I'm going through that, all for a dream that, you know what I mean? That, okay, it's a dream that money can't buy, right? Yeah. That's how I'm going to say it. <clears throat> and I was like to him, if there's anything I learned in the past year, is everything you're going through, right? Anything of value has to be hard to attain. If not, it wouldn't be valuable. Yeah. Do you kind of know what I'm saying? If someone sees me and like, and they see how I am, do you know what I mean? Obviously I'm a fat guy, but do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, when they see the muscles and they see my body, That's they know the reason why they value it and they're like, oh, like one day I want to get your bodies because they know it took work, a yeah. sacrifice to get, right? So I've said to him, me sacrificing my time to learn all these things from two years ago and self-development, self work on my spirituality, financial IQ and everything. I, I didn't know that it was part of the God equation, right? That I had to build myself so I can build up others, right? So it's like, certain times, the things you're going through, like all the trials and tribulations that you're going through, all the adversity you're facing, what you don't know is, for every time you overcome it, you're becoming a person of value, bro. And there's people that need you to win. You see you, I'm talking about you, everyone that's in this room, right? Obviously you guys can't see everyone that's in the room, <laughs> yeah. but everyone that's in this room, there is a person or a group, I'm uh, sorry, and everyone that's watching, there's a person and a group of people that need you to win. It's like, if you don't win, generally, if you don't overcome whatever it is you're going through right now, 
and get to that finish line that God has ordained you to get to, their lives isn't going to turn out the way God wanted it to be. Bro, crypto winners, I think, I don't know, I've had about 300 to 400 men that I've met over this across this journey. And most of them, I'll say about 90% of them have said, bro, if I'd never met your thing, if I didn't learn this thing, I probably would have done some stupid stuff with my money or with girls or in terms of my story, right? It's like, what people don't understand is you're doing, you're being, the things you're going through, the purpose of all of that is for you to simplify another's life. Mm. Sorry, unfortunately, yeah, you had to go through some complications. <clears throat> but through the complications, you become someone that is now simplifying others' lives. And if you want to add a price to it, you can show them that <clears throat> your dreams, money can buy dreams if they pay you to yeah. simplify their life. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Do you know what I mean? Is that if I said to you yeah. right now, Everything you wanted, I can get you. What, what's one thing right now, if you could snap your finger, I could get it to you right now? Just one. Probably like a mill deal or something. <laughs> this guy's a <laughs> fat guy, bro. But no, cool. um, I'll probably say a yard. A yard? Yeah. If I told you right now, I can teach you everything you need to get that yard within a month, you write the price on the check. How much would you put? Nah, it would be relative to how important it is to me. How important it is to you, right? Yeah. We spend our we spend our life, you already know the episode of time, right? Mm. And how, you know, our life is measured by time. That's why lifetime, do you know what I'm saying? So whatever hour you put in is actually your life, right? Yeah. We spend our life, bro, striving for the things we want. Imagine there's a brother out there like me like you, like the people in the room as well, that have learned all the things and gone through those things, I can tell you, bro, I can save you two, five years of your life. Just pay me this amount. That's what I mean by you've now become the person that has shown someone that your dreams are something money can buy. See what I'm saying? So. I think um something that I was listening to Drake today, innit? Mm. and he has a bar that's, I guess my life is understandable. Yeah. So it's, no, do you know I even got it wrong? Let me get it right. He said, I guess my career is like a hand, how-to manual. Mm. So I guess it's understandable. Yeah. Do you get it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it kind of goes on to what you were saying. Um, mm. What's your brother, big him up, Michael Pepper? Mm. He put on his story, he doesn't trust like men that haven't got their battle scars. Hmm. As a man, you should show that you've been through things. Yeah. That you've had your challenges, mm. that you've had your tribulations. Hmm. And that's what allows you to be the leader hmm. and the example for someone else. Yeah. People don't understand. When a teacher is maybe shouting at you, please do your homework. Hmm. Or your mum's telling you, wake up on time, mm. do this, clean mm. this, is because they've been that exact person. Yeah, yeah, When I'm talking on the pod right now, I'm not talking from a place of arrogance. <clears throat> I'm talking to myself. Yeah, yeah, To yeah. who I used to be. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. 
it's almost um that's what you become hmm. you have to go through the adversity otherwise you'll never be able to transition that yeah. and then tell somebody what you're meant to do hmm. it's funny if you notice um people that don't have something to teach is because they never learn anything yeah do you know what i mean and to add to that that's you <laughs> even adding to what you were saying yeah i only recent it's a trait i lost and found again right and that was vulnerability in it so i put the title on my story today you're not being vulnerable you're being honorable right because Scripturally, it says humility comes before honor, which means he that has a lot of humility will be honored amongst all men, right? You see how you're saying this is why guys need to be able to talk about the pain that they've gone through, show their scars and understand the lessons that they've learned in it. Mm. I've had to tell myself, yeah, because there is a negative connotation to being vulnerable where it's almost like I'm showing you your my weakness and with my weakness, you're now going to have power over me. And do you kind of know what I mean? I'm giving away my strength, right? Until I realize there's actually strength in being vulnerable. And not only that is, I say to myself, you're not being vulnerable. You're being real and authentic, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And with that thought in my head, I then said to myself as well, like, the only way someone can have power over you, truthfully, the only way is through you give them the power by not accepting the things that you went through and extracting the lessons and the blessings that came from it. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So most people, they can't talk about who they were. You know how we understand? We've already spoken about who are you, innit? And who are you is who you were, who you are, and who you're going to be, innit? And it's that most people can't talk about who they were because they haven't accepted who they were then from that, they can't accept who they are. And now with those two, how are you going to accept who you're going to be if you don't even know who you are and where you are, innit? It's kind of like they said, like, half of solving the problem is realising that you had the problem in the first place, innit? Yeah. And then the second part is finding the solution. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I'm not going to lie. In terms of that, now, all my days I have something. I have to do this, bro. It adds on to that 10 minutes of pleasure thing. Okay. Cool. I'm going to show this to the screen. Then I'll explain it. <laughs> oh, cool, cool, cool. I don't know. Can you Wait, not... you want to edit it in? You will edit it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah you can edit that in, innit? We'll edit that in, right? What that is, is... What is it, though? Can't see it. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay. So what that is, is it's a minus 31% return on investment. In trading terms, you lost your trade. Just know, right? You're losing money. Cool. If I came to you, um, Mafaro, and I was like to you, hey, yo, bro, look at this trade I just won. Like, like oh, I'm doing good. Boom, 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 boom. How would you look at me? I'd be like, you know, a bit, you know, I'll be happy for you, but yeah. With this? That I'm oh, with, sorry, this one With there. this specifically that I'm yeah, I'll, I'll look at you weird, like, You'd be like why, why are you so what, excited? What are you talking about? Yeah. You're losing. Yeah. Right? Cool. This year, I spoke to the man. This is the equivalent, right, of coming to the man and showing us 
a girl that you just dealt with over the weekend. How? Typically, unless you're a player like you, obviously, you get girls <laughs> and you've got a mad game. It takes random about, what, a week, two weeks, maybe a month, certain random a year, because they're struggling. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say in a week, you have 168 hours, right? Yeah. Out of that 168 hours, you probably spend about 60 hours talking to this girl, trying to seduce her, get her over, go out on a date, whatever, right? From that, that means you've invested 60 hours. 60 times 60 is 360, yeah? You've done all of that. 360 minutes you spent that just to get into the room. And I can't, I don't know about you guys. But <laughs> <laughs> 10 minutes is what I need. <laughs> I ain't, no, ain't going to lie to the girls out here and tell them you get an hour, but you get 10 minutes of my time. But let's just say... You've done 360 minutes of grafting for 10 minutes, bro. And it's not even 10 minutes because, man, we only wait for that little is the start going in and busting up. So let's just say about a minute. Yeah. You've just, that is the equivalent of being down in the trade and smiling, bro. Because you have to ask yourself, what was the return on investment of this? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? What did I get from it? Most men don't know, bro. People aren't people, especially nowadays, like the level of prudency in the mandem is is terrible. Mm. We can only think as far not we as in we, but like yeah, as yeah, a generation, yeah. we only think as far as the pleasure. Mm. We don't think about consequences. Don't think about what are we losing to gain or what are we gaining to lose. We just think of the pleasure. And then now you'll go to the man and you'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I pammed this thing. But this thing took 360 minutes away from something that you, do you know what I mean, where you could have been someone of more value. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And the reason why I'm touching on this is because if you want to be, if you want to be great, right? If you just want to be successful, if you want to be that person that, helps your family, changes your family situation. You want to help your guys, bro. You see people, the homeless man. You, sometimes, I don't know about you guys, but I get that feeling that when I see a homeless person, sometimes I want to be that guy that, you know what? I'm going to change your life today. Let's go. I'm going to buy you clothes. I'm going to teach you everything you need. If you want to be that person of value, yeah, and be the God in someone's life, bro, you're going to have to start working on the quality of the allocation of your time. Do you know what I mean? People just dish out their time like it's nothing, bro. They dish out their time like it's nothing. If we all have the same 24 hours, bro. Floyd Mayweather, um, Grant Cardone, all these men that have money, Samuel Lees, Andrew Tate, whatever. It's the same 24 hours, bro. But the only difference is the allocation of time. Where are you putting your time? What are you spending your time doing? Most people don't ask themselves these questions of, where is this taking me? Where is it leading me? And what is the outcome of my present of my present pursuits and decisions? Yeah. Most people don't ask themselves those three questions. Those three questions can get you further than anything else. If you just ask yourself in every decision you're about to make, how does this benefit and contribute to my success journey? Where is this taking me slash leading me? And what is the outcome of my present action? I promise you, 
I ask myself these questions all the time. And boy, my life is great. <laughs> I'm telling you, yeah. questions are the best answers to your to your life. Mm. So I'm saying, yeah. So it's that, and the final one was, you see how you were saying, even the ten minutes again. Everything we do is in pursuit of validation. Now, the thing that will decide your quality of life is whose validation matters to you. Yeah. Generally, whose validation matters to you? That was it. All right. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, go on. Go on. Life, yeah. Do you know what? Do you know what my thing is? Yeah. Like you said. Yeah. Wait, to speak into the market. Just come on. The... I can't lie. You, you're allowed to. Just Yo, it's. Now. You ain't gonna be on the camera. Just come in. Just This is exclusive from comms. No, wait. What I want to say is, yeah, is like you said. Be careful of the root of your value. Yeah. And that will determine who you're trying to validate. Mm. You see, like you said, if you spend a three sixty, three hundred sixty minutes, yeah, trying to do this. Mm. The root of that is the validation of the people around you. Yeah. And in that, it will show you the people around you. It will show you a lot about the people around you, but also show you a lot about yourself. Yeah. Because that root of your value mm. is not for yourself. Okay. It's for the validation of the people around you. Mm. Now that should show you the picture that the people around me mm. are not right because... Why do I feel this inclination mm. to for my actions to be in validation of you to still um, mess with me, you for you to still like for us to still interact? Yeah. And I think just just like you were saying, I just wanted to say like on that point, just be careful of the root of your value. Yeah. Then I can't, I'm just gonna get more points. I want to say no, that's cool. the other thing, yeah, that you said on um on the purpose thing, innit? Mm. Just to like simplify it, yeah? Mm. Purpose. Mm. Definition, purposeful. Mm. Your actual purpose, and this is where a lot of people get wrong. Mm. If I start a business, I can say that's my purpose. Is that really your purpose? Mm. Be careful what you claim as your purpose. Yeah. Because I can say that my business is my purpose, mm. but that's really for the man upstairs to yeah. tell me what your purpose is. What my purpose is. Mm. Be very careful what you claim as your purpose because your your purpose is something that, like you said, is serving yeah. something. Yeah. And that servanthood may not be in your business. Mm. That's not to say that you shouldn't continue your business, mm. but be careful. Yeah. Make sure that you understand your purpose. Mm. And you're going to add to it, yeah? Let's say, well, I'm going to add to purpose, right? Because a lot of people, and I'll, I'll be real. Wait, before purpose, though, I okay. wanted to add something. Because I forget. On. What I wanted to say was, I don't know what the, I forgot the topic of the prior conversation. Mm. I was thinking this week while mm. I was just going about my business. And one thing I noticed is I was going to the gym quite frequently um, with Gully. <clears throat> and we were both kind of laughing at how much <coughs> progress we've made and how... We're doing more reps now. We're on higher weights. Mm. And I noticed when I would go to the gym with him, if 
I'm maybe if he maybe does eight reps, I'll be like, come on, bro, do another three. Hmm. If I'm maybe doing 20 kg and he's doing 30, he'd be like, come on, bro, let's get to 30. Hmm. And it made me think in every group, you can either bring people up to your level or come down to your level. There's no middle ground. No middle ground. So when I was reflecting on my relationships, it's either me and you were on the same <clears> wave, <throat> whether it's on money, whether it's with this, whether it's on that, I'm on your level. Or it's I'm holding you back. Mm. It's got to be one of the two. Yeah. And from that, um, from that, I wanted to say that my mind actually was blank for the first time. Well, <laughs> uh, what, what was I saying from that thing? You were saying the quality of your friends, basically, this besides the quality of your life. Oh, okay, okay, I know what he said. Yeah, this is come cut back in. What I wanted to say was because of that thing that it's either I'm rising up to your level or you're coming down to mine. Yeah. Every group has their different verse. Mm. If I hang out with you, your group might be on smoking yeah. and doing drugs or whatever it is. Mm. Our group is money, gym, like talking about God and different things like that. Yeah. It's a natural consequence that I'm going to start doing them things. Mm. If I, I can't <clears> hang <throat> around you and not make money. It's no way, bro. Yeah. Because that's what you're on. That's mm. who you are as a person. So people need to learn that you might be hanging... A lot of your life decisions, when we're talking about purpose, when we're talking about you need to check who you're around, mm. it can actually just be based on your group. Mm. You change who you're around, you change your life. Your life is a reflection of the people that you're looking at every day. And but, you're a reflection of them as well. Do you know what I want to add to that, yeah? Certain times, who you're around is who you are, though. Yeah. Certain man will feel uncomfortable. This is the whole principles in life will save you away from strife, bro. Mm. If you had, like, certain principles that are, unfortunately, like me, I don't like to chill around people that might be, they deal with a life of escapism and hedonistic yeah. behavior, right? And I'd rather go through the pain and, you know, go in Muay Thai and fight it out and talk, right? Whereas some people, they would rather vape all day. But because I'm not the type of person that you can vape around, I was just, yeah. those, the the person that's, <laughs> I like to say vapist, but the person that's, the person that likes to vape, <laughs> but the person that likes to vape all day wouldn't yeah. want to be around you because we don't feel comfortable in our environments, innit? Yeah. So sometimes you got to ask yourself, why do these people feel comfortable around me? There's some, it's, it's a telling sign of you. Yeah, it's telling something. At the end of the day, innit? Yeah. To add to the validation thing, I forgot to say, yeah, the reason why is because it was a struggle of mine. It's been one of my main struggles, right? Growing up, I've been different sides of me. You know how there's a quote where it's like, from the moment you say you love someone or from the moment you say, I want this person in my life, you signed a contract where you will attend many funerals of that person because they're never the same person. Do you know what I mean? They're yeah. always going to keep becoming different people over the, the scale of time that you're dealing with them, innit? Like, yeah. is that kind of, you can't say you're the same person from year seven, yeah. year nine, you're probably a different person year 11, then first year, then second year of uni, till now. You've been different people. And me as your brother, I've had to accept those different sides that have come with you, innit? Yeah. With that being said, me... 
where I found myself falling off in terms of things like maybe I, I was charismatic at one point. Maybe I was chill at one point. Maybe I was the type of guy that goes up to girls and, you know, just, just for them. Where I found myself losing those great parts of myself was through whose validation matters to me, innit? Do you know what I mean? Because mm. now, let's say, because <clears throat> whoever you, whoever's validation you chase will determine how you present yourself to the world and how you present yourself, right? Yeah. So there's certain man that the validation of the trappers or the man them that are the hood, the hood man, because of that, that's their seeding. They mm. need to do everything that that person would yeah. want and respect, right? Yeah. There's certain girls that all they like is bad boys. So yeah. they want the validation of the girl that wants the bad boys. Yeah. So they're going to go and get the baddies. They're going to go walk around, do all the fuck stuff, innit? Mm. When I started my business, there was people talking, 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 as you do, innit? That's mm. how it works. People were talking and... When guys would tell me like, oh yeah, this person's saying this about your business or this person's saying this about it. Do you know what I used to say to them? I used to say, do you know why it doesn't matter what they say? Because those are not the people's opinions that I value the most. Don't get twisted. No matter what, you can't get away from the validation thing. Yeah. But you can decide whose validation will decide the quality of your life. If I say, the people I want validating me is the flumsies, the 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 hedge fund guys, right? Where they see me as, oh, but, and they come up to you and they're like, oh, well done. I like da, 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 of you. That's great for me because the path I'm going to take to get that is definitely going to be a better path than the path I'm going to take to get the validation of a guy that's in the hood that smokes weed and, yeah. you know what I mean, deals with whatever. So I'm saying? It applies to, especially as a creative, um, what you tend to notice is people can't see they don't think the same way mm. their mind i was speaking to denzel mm. and we kind of touched on it last episode but we can go in more depth <clears throat> i asked a friend of mine mm. if your friend had a shit tune what would you say back what would your opinion be in it mm. they said oh like i would tell them that the tune shit and da 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 but it's like, I was laughing with Denzel because we concurred that the only thing you need to say to somebody when they're creative is release, release, release. Yeah. No matter how shit it is, mm. you do not need to critique a baby on walking. Mm. That's what we are, especially when you're not there yet. Mm. You don't look at a baby falling down. What do you say to it? Get back up. Mm. You don't tell it, oh yeah, you need to move your leg like this and then move the other leg. like It doesn't make sense at that point in time. Yeah. If you look at Drake or Little Duck, mm. they've got some shit tunes. Yeah. Mad whack tunes. And what people don't realise is Drake has released over 300 songs, maybe. Mm. That 300 songs came from maybe 10,000 ideas. Mm. That 10,000 ideas was maybe like 100,000 thoughts mm. that then got manifested into that. Mm. If you're <clears throat> ready to critique every single thought that comes through somebody's mind... Mm. It's the kind of, that, as you're saying about validation, people don't understand that they can be in a position where what they're saying doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. And until you realise that the only people that, opinions that really matter, mm. let's say in a creative space, mm. is other creative people <clears throat> or people that are open-minded and understand what the creative process takes. Yeah. 
then you'll never really be freed from that. I, that's one thing I did struggle with. Hmm. <clears throat> You're hanging out. I don't like to call people normal, but, you know, maybe not. Is it left-minded or something? Just say the commoner. <laughs> okay, I don't know what kind of deal she term that is. No, nah, it is the commoner. <laughs> cool, the commoner. They don't tend to think like that. And especially with finance as well. It's so funny. Um, If you were to now tell, I don't know, you've, I've, the first time you told your mum, hmm. oh, yeah, mum, man's going to do crypto winners for life, innit? Hmm. Crypto what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They don't understand that it takes abnormal risk hmm. to be in abnormal positions. Because yeah. that's what it is, really. You can't make normal decisions that's going to get you in extraordinary places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. No, it's real. What you're saying is real. But what I will add to it, though, is coming from a creative background, I used to be that person in it. I'd be like, nah. If someone sends me something, like, nah, nah, this is shit, bro. Get this, in it. Mm. But now I realize, for me personally, the thing I would say to people is, it's not for me. Ask other people. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because here's the thing, right? This is why I keep saying, the golden rule to making it in life is developing and mastering humility. Right? Because yeah. humility for me makes me understand that I'm not the only one that feels how I feel has been through what I've been through and understands what I understand, innit? And at the same time, I understand that there's things that I, about me that you won't understand. There's nothing wrong with that. There's things that you don't know that I know. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that, right? So now, when you're making something and you're expressing your emotions, yeah, just like I'm talking now when I'm talking to my story, I know there is someone that has the exact same thought as me. And at the same time, there is someone that's going to be like, bro, what's this guy talking about? Like, yeah, yeah, why yeah. is he posting this? Like, no one cares, bro. We're trying to see, <laughs> like, post something entertaining, innit? Yeah, I know you. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's me, now I say, if someone sends me something with lyrics, especially with lyrics, I'm like, oh yeah, it's probably just not for me, but send it to this person or send it here or release it anyway. Mm. At the end of the day, creativity is expression, bro. You're just trying to get it out. You see how you're saying release, release, release. Yeah. It's not just you're releasing it onto platforms, bro. You're releasing whatever's in you that yeah. you struggle to express in other ways. This is your way of expressing it. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The podcast is probably your way of expressing how you feel. Do you know what I'm saying? Me, I can't lie. I, I express it in <laughs> too many different ways, innit? I guess <laughs> yeah. I like to talk. I like to make music, innit? Yeah. Other man in this room. They probably like to express it in other ways. Do you know what I'm saying? So that with that being said, you can't make a shit product if it's coming from a great person. And remember, we've already established you're a great person, isn't it? Yeah. You can't make a shit product from a sh- from a great source. Is what I would say, isn't it? Because at the end of the day, yes, maybe the the vocal is off, maybe the beat is off, but the lyrics still resonate with the right person. Bro, there's guys that listen to rock. I don't know what they find interesting about <laughs> rock. <laughs> I, can't, I can't figure out what. Yeah. But it's touching them. They like it. Do you know what I'm saying? So that with that, as a creative, I always tell people, bro, although you're making it for yourself, you're making it for people who feel exactly the same way you feel. Do you know what I mean? And it's kind of like, you, you, I don't know if you ever saw, um, this was the thing that helped me when I first started off as a creative. It was, uh, what's his name? Ed Sheeran. And he used the analogy of the tap 
in it. And it's like, oh, like when you turn on the tap, you know, it's warm, 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 and then it gets cold. It's like, that's kind of like what it is with um, making. Um, being creative in it is you realise that at first you're going to start off, it's going to be a lot of shit. You need to get the shit out of the way. And then eventually you start making some great sound and music in it. But yeah, as a creative, what I'd say is geez, just focus on expressing. Because that's the only reason you're creative. Yeah. So I mean, so in terms of that, yeah, there was one more thing I wanted to, to talk about. Sorry, the purpose thing. Yeah, I didn't get yeah, to touch on yeah. that. No, touch, yeah. Cons was spitting. He was spitting great. I mm. can't lie. A lot of men that I've spoken to recently, they're at a place where it's like, where do I go? In it, like, what direction, like, what path am I supposed to take in it? And there's a quote, yeah, by um, Jean de la Fontaine. Bro, I love this quote, bro. He's like, a person often meets his destiny on the path he least wants to take. In it, I say to myself, the two ways to find your purpose, though, for me, is through something you hate or something you love. You see, I said, I hate gatekeeping. So I made a whole service that puts people onto something quickly, innit? Certain men, we touched on it before, one guy hated ugly people and made makeup, not going to lie. Another brother hated fat people or hated being fat and made the gym. Some people hate injustice, they became lawyers. Some people hated illness, they became doctors, innit? So something you hate is a sign to something you've been called to change, right? Then it can be through something you love. What is something that you do where time doesn't exist, where it just keeps going? And then what is that same thing that you do that when people tell you to stop, it's almost like, oh, I want to keep going. There's a sign in there that's something you love, innit? But the main purpose of everything is to be the God in someone's life. Be a good experience for people, innit? <clears throat> so I'm saying, there's, bro, the way you talk, the way people talk, you know when someone says to you, if I never got to meet you, <laughs> I probably this and this wouldn't have happened for me. Yeah. Bro, that is a God experience, bro. That is you exhibiting the greatness of God through you, isn't it? Yeah. Because only, it's only there that you can have that sort of experience, bro. Do you know what I mean? But there was one more thing as well. Do you see where people struggle with... Um, with confidence. Have you ever struggled with confidence? Yeah, all the time, bro. And obviously because you're a wise man, I'm going to ask you, where do you think that came from? My struggle with confidence? Yeah. Um, I may take your point here. Um, it's funny that inconfidence is man-made. You're great. You're great. There's no child that isn't confident until a, someone an adult an uncle or friend tells them not to be mm. it's in like it's inherent to be confident to be confident the child doesn't look at um a gap or doesn't look at a road and see danger until somebody tells them to watch out yeah so that's where my inconfidence where they came from other people and I can't let you touch on it, peak. <laughs> you touched on it, peak. You did good. That was good. That was good. And to add to it, yeah, 
because you basically knocked it off, basically. But yeah. I would say to people, yeah, I can only change you proportionate to who you believe. Because that's what it is. If you say to yourself, uh, let's say you're a singer, and you're like, oh, I don't think I can sing as good as this person. The only reason you think that is because you're only ever thinking about yourself what someone told you about yourself. If all your life I told you you're great, I can't lie, you got bars. Nah, I like your voice, bro. Your cadence is on point. You think when you walk out of this building, bro, wherever you enter, you're going to think, yeah, I'm the greatest singer of all time. I don't want to cut you off if you have another point. Do you have another point? I've got another point, but you can go. I was, I don't know where it came from, but it was like an edit on um, an Instagram reel Mm. of Kanye West. Yeah. And he said, if you're, wait, hold on, just disclaimer. Any comments that may be commented by him, I'm not. <laughs> no, there was. I don't know a sponsorship to be dealt with. I don't know about you guys. I'm back in Kanye, but, <laughs> but anyway, I'm saying it was like an Instagram rule, and it was like Kanye said, "Anyone who's a fan of Kanye West is a fan of themselves." Mm. And he said, "The difference between me and the normal person is that all my life, just as you said, I was told to believe in myself." Yeah. And uh, you know he's got a song called "I Am a God," yeah, yeah, yeah. which okay, he's not in it, but mm. whatever. All power to him. If he says "I am a God," as funny as him saying, "Why can't I say that?" Mm. It's honestly, why can't he say that? It's only mm. a man, another human being that can tell you, "Yo, bro, relax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. don't believe in yourself like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah don't yeah. think that you can be all of these things." Yeah, and it's it's funny to think about that. No, yeah, and. A lot of people, yeah, the only reason, I'm saying, the only reason why their confidence is low is, is that same thought in it. But that's why you have to, and we've already addressed it in the beginning. Mm. Boy, you're God made, bro. This is God's body. Yeah. You're made in these likeliness, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's in you. Like, you're really, like, you're, that's why it's controversial, but him saying, I am God, he's not actually yeah, saying, saying, I'm God. God yeah. He's just saying, I'm, I'm the I am who I am. <laughs> Carl's like, wait, say it, bro. I'm like, I'm, I am who I am, bro. Like, do you know what I mean? Because I've, I've studied the story of Moses, but it's that like, me saying that, I'm saying, bro, like, there's greatness and godliness in me that God can't wait for me to push out. So what I'm saying. So that's where you, you know, work on your confidence, isn't it? Faith. Oh my days. Do I want to talk on faith right now? Wait, pause for a second. Stay on faith. How long have you got left, by the way? Yeah, the conversation's deep. You're uh, 18 minutes over already. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 we can cut you. Oh, okay. Wait, I've got something we need to do. What's that? Questions. A hun- oh, we're getting through the questions. Bro, it's the brother who DM me. I said, gee, yo, in the next episode. But I, by fair fair question, force, bro. I've got two questions. Do you want to get faith next, next? No, it's calm. Get nah, calm. Cool. Is it both calms? If he speaks, can he hear us? Can they hear it? Sorry. Nah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Just, it, just do it. Uh, am I still couldn't help the street? So it's even that deep. Just call it wherever you like, bro. Uh, cool. Call it in the conversation. In the whatever, isn't it? Uh, cool. Next section, we got a qu- couple questions from the fans. So, first question, bro. Also, don't judge my reading in it. I didn't pass GCSE English. But you got um, a nine. But anyway, stay calm, stay calm. Uh, what would you tell your 15-year-old self going on 16? 
I'll add on to it, but essentially, what would you tell yourself <clears throat> if you were 15? What would I tell my 15-year-old self? While you're thinking, I'll give my answer. Yeah, give your answer, bro. Every episode of this podcast is exactly what I tell myself. Um, at the age of 15, I have a cousin who's around that age. He's yeah. getting there. And not to say I'm using them as an experiment, because obviously we're going to have a kid one day, but yeah. you know, I'm your older figure to him. I said to myself, I'm going to help him out here and there, mm. but he's going to go through pain. I can't protect him from that. That is life. I can't try and outsmart life because life will always outsmart you back. Yeah. I can't tell him, bro, this is going to happen when you tap to a girl and this is, I have to just let him, do you know what I mean? Mm. I have to let him be. So I would say at 15, live life. The wisest person, whether it's that old man in that cafeteria when you're walking past or is some uncle that you know that can tell you best stories. The wisest people I've always known in my own life, they've always lived life. Mm. You can't live life through a book. You have to experience it. You have to explore different things. You have to feel, you have to go through the ups and downs. So at the age of 15, I wouldn't worry too much in terms of feeling like, how can I avoid failure? It's just how can you set yourself up for success? Mm. so read the right things uh, it sounds contrary but read the right things watch the right things but understand that part of life is going to be failure and part of life is going to be the ups and downs and it's not anything you can avoid you're 15 years old you're not going to feel as confident as somebody who's 21 who's had scars yeah. who's worked on themselves through the gym who's had to go up and down with girls, you'll never feel like that. You can't feel like that. Mm. It'd be false. It'd be artificial. Mm. So that would be my advice. What would mine be? You still ain't going to answer well. I'd say, yeah. Hang on. Practice gratitude. I'd say practice gratitude. Reason I say that is because Genuinely, I realise that gratitude is a cure for every single, like, mishappening in your life, isn't it? Mm. And the reason I say that is because, bro, we can all agree we've all been through some shit in this room. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> we've all been through some craziness in this room. Yeah. But me being grateful... The reason why I'm grateful is because of my belief that what I'm going through right now, like my misfortunes are leading me to the path of the fortunes that are for me in my life. Yeah. So I'm saying is that I know whatever I'm going through right now is just going to be leveraged for me in the <clears> future. <throat> isn't it? Yeah. I used to be someone that was ingracious as a kid in that. I'm like, mm. bro, why is my life like this and like this person's life like that? Why is my life like this? Me now, knowing what I know, I'm like, this is great. Because yeah. anything you anything you go through makes you more relatable. Yeah. And your level your level of relatability decides your capability to influence others. Yeah. And to connect with others. So I'm saying. Yeah. If I could tell you, oh yeah, bro, yeah, when I was 
a kid, I was addicted to flipping. Um, well, sorry, not when I was a kid. I wasn't addicted to porn when I was a kid. But like when I was a young G, I was addicted to porn. <laughs> or like, oh, like, bro, um, I grew up in council estates and all these type of things. Do you know how many people you have access to at that point? It's like, sometimes, bro, like what you're going through is, yeah, it might not look great now, but <clears throat> later on in time, give it time. You're going to realise how great of an opportunity it was to go through these things, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So I'd say practising gratitude. I mean, uh, practice gratitude and boys are confident, but men are certain. Yeah. Okay. And lastly for this one, um, I won't be out of the situation, mm. but essentially they feel capped at a grade five and they want to progress, um, obviously onto higher grades in the future. What mindset would you apply to this situation? I love this one. (laughs) You need to develop the mentality of the law of eventuality and compound and the law of compounding, Mm. right? The law of eventuality being what am I doing right now? And if I was to simulate my life, according to the present habits and daily pursuits I involve myself in, what would my life look like within those five years, isn't it? Mm. I've got a thing called four value, the four values of life that I teach, in it. Um, the first one is return on investment, yeah. probability, relatability, and I can't believe I forgot the last one. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But, the return on investment one is, as you know, okay, if I spend my time doing this, what's the return on investment of it, In it, mm. If I spend five hours learning trading and all mm. the blocks and everything, what is the return on investment of that? Okay, of course, I'm going to be able to trade now and get funded accounts. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If I spend my time chilling around five bums. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And then the... um. The probability one is quite mm. similar, and it? it's that. Like, do you know what I mean? Like if you're chilling around, flipping four, yeah, you know what I mean? you're gonna yeah. become the fifth. Yeah. Um, so I'd say yeah, you need you need to understand the laws of eventuality. Yeah, and one thing that helped me in my journey: study. You need to leverage your envy. Yeah, in your system, we're, we're all like envious by nature, innit? it. There's jealousy, there's envy in it. Mm. But we're all envious, in it? Leverage your envy. Find someone that's in the position you want to be, bro, and study them more than they study themselves, bro. In it? You know, like there's this saying of original is a mix of, is a remix of old ideas presented in a new way, in it? Yeah. Study that person. What are they doing that got them there? What did they have to overcome that got them there? What do they have to sacrifice to mm. get them there, innit? If you study all of that, bro, eventually you'll find yourself being just as good or even maybe even better than that person, innit? Yeah. So I say, those are all the ways to it. Okay. So, um, and lastly for me, I would say, I've had to learn a lot of things by myself, not in like a dramatic way. I mean like educational things, like whether that's editing, or different kind of academic skills like coding, I would say you need to <clears throat> rework how you learn things. A lot of the ways you're taught how to learn in school is quite redundant. 
if I don't know what sub what subjects was it? Was it maths? Let me just double check. I don't know why it's gone, but hold up one sec. Okay, you didn't put subjects, but mm. um depending on what subjects, for example, I was really bad at English. Getting a tutor was my solution. Yeah. In maths, my best one was I got practice questions and then just attempted the exams. Long story short, just depending on what subject it is, everyone doesn't learn the same. Rework how you learn. Mm. And you should get better results from that as well. Uh, let me go f- quickly through the next ones. Isn't it? Just do more like short answers. Isn't it? I agree. Da, 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 da. <laughs> this one kind of requires a long answer, but calm. With all your wisdom, what would you do? That's dumb. <laughs> with all your wisdom, what would you do if you were diagnosed with a chronic disease that requires medication? I'll do what I'm doing now. But chronic, that's not like you're going to die. Now. Yeah, that is. You're going to die, bro. Now, chronic just means that's you're, you're, you're always guaranteed. That's what <laughs> no, ter- no, that's terminal, bro. Oh, well, it's the same thing to chronic me. Chronic means repeating. You're go- it's like a lifelong illness. Okay. I'll just do what I'm doing now. Everyone's got their, some, oh, there was a saying, you don't know how, what people are doing to, you don't know what people had to do to get their money. You mm. don't know what people have to do to keep their money. Mm. So don't ever front on anyone else. What I mean by that is your struggle. Yes, it may be health. Of course, I'm not going to ask you to be a sacker in it. You yeah, don't have yeah. to be a footballer, but everyone else has their different trials and tribulations. How much you'll be worth is, how can you overcome that and help people that are in your position? Hmm. So that would be my advice. Um, What's the question? As in like, what would you do if you had an illness that was chronic? Is it like, what would you do differently? Or what do you mean, what would you do? Essentially, if you had to live with like an illness, like I don't know, sickle cell or something. Okay. Yeah, I'll just do what I'm doing right now. (laughs) 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 Good job, I mean? It's the same thing, bro. Give the information. But yeah, next one. Yeah, no, that's right. Do you guys want to pay an extra hour and, and go to two o'clock? Oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 we'll be quick. No, don't take the time. Just think. Um, because no, we live far in it. <laughs> That's why. Okay, next question. How to pattern yourself and keep accountability? Surround yourself with people that can keep you accountable and visualize. Yeah. Oh, that's your answer completely. I want to add more, but I can't bother. To, let me be honest. Okay. Um, I don't know who, there's a CEO from, I want to say an engineering company and he revolutionized how the company works. He improved profits, um, made it a better workspace. Mm. And his secret was he surrounded himself by men better than him. Mm. So if you want to keep yourself patterned, hang around with people that are more patterned than you, you have to offer something to come to the table though. Mm. No one's going to invite somebody with nothing on their plate. Mm. So be funny, that can get you on the table. Mm. Be smart, that can get you on the table. Find something that you can offer that's of value and then surround yourself by people that are better than you. And as I just said before, you can either come up to their level or bring you down to theirs. Mm. Law of numbers is if there's seven people that are patterned, it's either they're going to stop being your brethren or you're just going to become patterned. Isn't yeah. It? So one of the two. I'll add one more thing to that is um, find someone that you will dedicate your life to changing and improving. And for every time you think you're about to fall off, look at that person and see if you've, if they've got to where you wanted them to get to. And also, sorry, last one, last one. 
to keep yourself patterned, you need to have something that is your purpose that is bigger than you, mm. that you're accountable for. Yeah. It has to be dependent on other people and it would have an actual effect if you want to go for it. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Next Real questions. Spit. What books would you recommend to mentally elite brother? Like what? <laughs> what? Bro, what type of questions you be getting, bro? Bro, I don't know. I don't know if this is bounce or not, but he said, what books would you recommend to a mentally illiterate brother like myself to read? Um, I'd say for finance, rich dad, poor dad, of course. For humility, this is marketing. And for life, the Bible. I don't know what you need because if you're speaking about yourself like that, gee, you need something else. <laughs> I'd say those, those three books is, for me personally, that's what you need. To yeah, start. I wouldn't even change that. We already went through life. Okay, last one. How are you less emotionally reactive or how do you become more in tune mentally, emotionally and spiritually? You know, you can either react to life or respond to life, right? And the word responsibility, if you just divide it in half, is yeah. to have a response yeah. ability but to develop the ability to respond to things yeah you need something that you're responsible for in it is that people is that a business is that you found something that you know every day you have to go and spend your time doing this mm. so you can't be reacting to life in it the only way you'll find yourself reacting to life is when you don't have anything that you're responsible over that's what i have to say i can't lie um I'll say the way to become emotionally less responsive is you can't choose whether it's going to rain, but you can decide how you're going to feel if it does. Hmm. Um, that's how I could sum it up without really elaborating. Hmm. There's some things you can control and there's some things you can't, you can't control. Um, it's about understanding what you can and what is worth your energy? Because mm. you think of your energy and time as currency. Mm. If there's a girl that's not giving you attention, if there's something you can do, do it. But if you can't, then you have to just move on. And that's really a lot of things in life. Mm. You can't put too much energy into things that don't work. And you have to put energy into things that are worth the return on investment. Yeah. But well, you got anything else to say? Probably be more proactive mm. to prevent yourself from being reactive in it. Yeah. So, I mean, most people walk themselves into <clears> problems <throat> in it financially as well. You, most men will take on debts that they didn't even need to and pay for things that they didn't need to pay for. And then now by the end of the month, they got bills running in and they can't pay yeah. for it. Now they're stressed in it. Mm. I think my mentor always told me stress is caused by two things mm. in it. It's either trying to control things you can't or losing control of things that you had control over in it. Yeah. So I'd say is focus on being proactive in it and making prudent decisions. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. Oh, cool. that's it. Yeah. That was the episode there. What's that? First episode of season two. No, chapter two. So mm -mm. myself, David, you got your gems from Calms himself. Uh, obviously Live new settings here. Sound a bit different, you know. Mandem. Obviously, do, do you want to, do you want to bust a cup? Put the thing on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. OSR Studios. Shout out. Shout out. 
big them or not. Um, yeah, more coming. Listen yeah. to us on Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube. Mm. We're going to be on Insta, TikToks. We're there. Listen to the um, last seasons as well. And until next time. Peace. Love. Yeah, that's it there. Amazing. Brilliant stuff. Boy. Yeah. It's a weird thing, that, man. Do you get used to it? <laughs>